Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Eco Money on Money FM 89.3. So the Singapore Budget 2022 statement unveiled ambitious targets to tackle climate change. An increase in carbon tax, plans to achieve net zero by mid-century and additional carrots to incentivize electric vehicle adoption. The moves have widely won nods of approval from industry watchers. But how do these measures stack up? We're joined now by Ng Wai Man, the assistant editor of Eco Business, to find out. Uh, Mr. Ng Wai Man, very well. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening to you. Sustainability was a key theme for this year's budget statement. The speech highlighted that there are plans to raise Singapore's ambition to achieve net zero emissions by or around mid-century. Now, the government will consult closely with industry and citizen stakeholder groups to firm up and finalize plans before making a final revision. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think many observers of what Singapore is doing on the sustainability side might say that this is way overdue. I mean, previously, Singapore aimed to half emissions from an expected 2030 peak by 2050 is net zero following through the cycle. And many observers actually said that, I mean, this, this was a target that was quite fuzzy. Um, when COP26, uh, the climate summit in Glasgow happened late last year, with the ways um, from different countries around the world trying to pledge net zero, and we will net zero, mostly from Singapore. So I think this time around, um, I mean, the fact that Singapore has a clear net zero target um, that, that it's going to achieve net zero emissions by or around mid-century is something that is promising. Well, another way to look at it is also that I mean, Singapore has been quite cautious and prudent about whether it can fulfill this pledge. And hence, I think uh, market observers have very high hopes about, I mean, what this would mean moving down the road. I think it is also a clear indicator that availability of like clean energy alternatives, I mean, it's, I mean that, that this, this, this is much clearer and things are looking more promising. Uh, at this point, I mean, one thing to note would still be that I mean, Singapore's share of like domestic solar power is primarily I mean, source of renewable energy will hit only about four percent by 2030. So I think we still have to watch like how whether it is possible that I mean, we can produce other forms of clean energy at home. I guess the Singapore government is also modeling the use of like low carbon hydrogen, carbon capture technologies, but. These technologies right now are still being developed, so we still have to watch whether this can be commercially viable, how Singapore is going to move forward to achieve, I mean, this ambitious goal. Well, one of the things that, that's planned is that the, the carbon yes. tax, right? The increase will be paced uh, until 2030. Uh, currently, it's at $5 a tonne, and that will remain unchanged until next yes. year. But no carbon tax on use of petrol, diesel, compressed natural gas. In your view, do you think the increase is enough uh, in terms of also the, the, the rollout of the increase? I think one way to look at it is whether it is enough. But of course, another way to look at it is whether this is the right price signal for the market. Um, to properly contextualize it, this is definitely one of the largest government-mandated carbon taxes, especially in the, re- in, a, in the region. I think Singapore's carbon tax revisions this time around means that it will soon be quoting one of like the highest for emissions in Asia. South Korea's emissions trading scheme, for example, which is the region's most developed, ended last year with the spot price of about like US $30 a ton. And I think uh, Mr. Lawrence Wong also said that um, the city state will progressively increase its carbon tax to 
Waiman, you know, to develop a robust uh, green finance market, the government is uh, looking to issue up to $35 billion of green mm. bonds by 2030 to fund public sector green infrastructure projects. What does that mean for Singapore? I think this, I, I mean, I, I say very simply, I think really it just means that public sector is going to take the lead on this front. Right now, I think in Asia, the prevalence of like green financing products and services is increased significantly, especially the past two years has followed the global trend. We've written also uh, very extensively on how the cost of polluting um, um, is soaring. And I think green bonds, green finance and the loan market, uh, I mean, it's now closely watched. In Asia, for example, Singapore accounts for close to half of the Asian green bonds and loan market. And I think banks and financial institutions want to do more. And in this announcement, I see it as I mean, the public sector is going to I mean, take the lead um, give a proposed signal, and this would probably mark, I mean, further increase in green finance activity um, over the course of like probably in the next two, two to three years. You talked about transition earlier, and I, I think one of the the measures uh, it would be the introduction of electric vehicles, right? Mm, and yes. and the adoption of it um, has seen fairly encouraging uh, outcomes uh, in the last couple of years. It jumped from uh, 0.2% in 2020 to 4% last year. Not great, but still, you know, in terms of multiples, is it is a, quite an improvement, right? Now, to further accelerate electric vehicle adoption, um, they are building more charging points. Is this enough to of a, a kind of carrot situation? Uh, what kind of scale yep. do you think we need to mm. really get this to, to really have some positive impact? on what we're trying to do here in, in terms of sustainability? Yeah, I think for, for, for people who have watched, been watching the EV front, because new electric cars grew so much by, I mean, last year by 17-fold, actually. And I think when this, I mean, some, some of the brands like Tesla, Porsche, BMW, Hyundai, and I mean, it was quite diverse. But I think on the EV front, the, some, some people were, were, were expecting more, more, more updates on that. I guess for charging points, the, the thing it, it indicates is that I mean, this would make it more convenient for consumers who are actually looking at that. Nevertheless, I think it, it remains quite a lofty ambition. I think Singapore's aim is to phase out combustion engines by 2040. Mm. And despite like the hefty tax incentives, which is like funded largely by taxpayers, the total ownership cost of an electric car right now is still noticeably higher than that of like Mm. the equivalent conventional model. So um, I guess it's, it's going to pick up pace and I think there is going to be a new initiative that's coming up soon that lowers like the road tax or mass market electric cars and hopefully more models enter the market consumers have more choices and then probably, I mean, it, it's time I guess to really improve and speed up the, the charging infrastructure installation. 
Yeah, I know that's certainly been um, a gripe, I think, for electric mm. vehicle owners anywhere in the world, really, yeah. is to have uh, enough charging mm. points uh, around to, to be able to do that. And, and uh, certainly something that needs to be looked at. Now, what do you think? Was there anything? I mean, this is kind of a catch-all question, but do you think anything was kind of missing from this year's budget on the sustainability front? I mean, it's a kind of a wish list here, I suppose, in some ways for you. Mm. Well, I, I think most issues that I mean most people were looking at were, were fulfilled in the sense that uh, I mean look at I mean looking at the speech that Finance Minister made uh, probably I mean you could play a drinking game by counting like how many green I mean the, the word green that you mentioned I think <laughs> this was really like an, an ambitious budget on on the sustainability front as quite meaty um, I guess one I mean on my last point about electric vehicles I guess mm. that would be something that uh, I mean a lot of people I mean maybe consumers would be looking at that and so there's only one uh, announcement so far about charging infrastructure I guess there are plans on the way uh, we'll probably have to watch committee of supply debate for more like um, different I mean smaller minute announcements on the EV front. For you, certainly the greenest of budgets we've ever had, right? Yes, I would think so. Yes. <laughs> and you think it's basically opened the door now for budgets to get greener and greener as we as we look ahead? Yeah, I think I think one thing I mean it it would mean is that it's, it's a very big signal. I mean, um, for people who who are already environmental advocates, they would be happy. But uh, another portion of people who are watching the budget would be businesses and. Um, who are looking to see, I mean, what the government indicates. Is it going to make a net zero target? Is it going to move much more faster? And I think um, businesses would see a clear signal that, I mean, sustainability, uh, having clear targets, and it's also fulfilling your pledges, is not only something that's nice to have, mm-hmm. uh, it's something that, 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 that down the road is something that's essential, and, and companies really need to sit down and look at that and see how they, I mean, look at that, their the finance, I mean, their investment portfolio, what they're investing in, where they're putting the money in, who they're hiring. And I think all this kind of like this trickle down effect down the road. Yeah. Thank you so much for your thoughts. Ng Waiman there, the uh, sure. Assistant Director of Eco Business, talking about the uh, sustainability aspects of our budget uh, 2022. Uh, really appreciate your, your views. Yes, thank you, Assistant Editor Ng yes, Waiman. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.